Hey, welcome back to Bobblehead Podcast. Uh, Tim and I today discuss um, the topic of deconfliction and when and what to do in those moments where you want to freak out. And uh, I share a story of when Tim was recently gone and he came back and for the first time in my career, I, I fumbled over my words pretty bad and uh, made him feel as though the company was going to come crashing down. But we had a good conversation. So again, he shares his insights about how he's done it over the years and his evolution as a man, as an entrepreneur and share some good tips with us. So glad you guys are here. Let's get started. Let's go. All right. So um, here we are sitting. If you, if you listen to the podcast, you know that we typically uh, record two back to back. If you're watching this, you see that we're wearing the same clothes. So that's what happens. Um, so we just finished up a podcast uh, where we're talking to Davin a lot about um, his military career and the last 23 years. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to that one, go back and listen to it. I, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, I think you'll enjoy it. But um, anyway, so we, we, uh, we were talking about what it is we're going to do on this second podcast. And uh, a, lot of, a lot of what we share is stuff that goes on in our lives, right? Stuff that happens. And we try to be pretty transparent, not completely about everything, but tr pretty transparent um, with the listeners just so they can learn from either what we did right or usually more than what, like what we did wrong. And so let's talk a little bit about um, the last, gosh, the last few months have just been really crazy. And, and you know, and I'm, I'm going to say that, I'm going to reveal everything about that, but, you know, it's, they're all good opportunities, right? Sure. And you know, some things, no, nothing ever goes as planned and nothing ever, once you get things started and you put these systems in place, you expect them to run like clockwork and, and they do for a while, but they, they break, right? Um, you know, gears break or yep. grease goes away or whatever. And it, and it, it bogs down. And so things happen. And so, you know, there's been the last several months there have been some really good things happen, some really difficult things, um, and some opportunities that have been really cool. So I want to kind of dive into not details about those, but maybe some takeaways and some things we've learned. You and I both have spent a lot of time in your office or my office or on the phone or in the hall or or just hanging out. Meet I usually I usually walk in the mornings and Davin's sitting at his desk and I he has a little credenza. I guess that's the way you say it. Yeah. And uh, I usually either sit in the credenza for short discussions or sit in the chair for long ones. But um, I never sit across from you because I don't like that. Whole yeah, it's weird. Thing. I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so he kind of updates me on what's going on. And uh, those are some good moments. I'll, I'll mm -hmm. you know, the rest of my life, I will look back and have fond memories on those moments of, you know, just sitting on the credenza and having conversations with you. Um, but, you know, lately it's been pretty crazy and we've both been pretty overwhelmed with, you know, life and work has been crazy. And uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about that today and um, kind of what does that look like? And, and I'd love to talk, you know, I can share some things about how I've learned to handle some of those, even though lately it hasn't been that great. Um, so let's kind of discuss that. Yeah. So as, as a lead up to this, you, know, you, you were out for a week, you know, which you're, Oh, that's right. Your beautiful bronze tan that you got, you know, from 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 your week away. I was, I was hoping the, uh, you would say that. Thank in, you. in the BVI, which I'm, I'm assuming was was as amazing as it sounds like it would be, right? It was great. That one's on the bucket list. But anyway, so you know, when when Tim's away, and again, you're, I get a lot of autonomy to do a lot of things around here, you know, and, and it's something that that I love to do, right? And especially when when you're gone, there's always a list of things that I, I know that I want to check off, right? And a lot of that is you know revenue driven type stuff, and um, but you alluded to, you know, we, we try to make this a well-oiled machine. The problem is if you don't 
grease the gear sometimes they they're they're gonna break right and so we'd come across a handful of things that week just administrative issues that we had had or you know product related issues and nothing that was catastrophic mm-hmm. but you know when you start factoring in the sum of the parts and the fact that you know we we didn't close that one big deal that we were hoping to close like you know the pressure begins to build right and one of the things that I've always appreciated about you is normally you'll come back and we'll sit down and we'll debrief. Just, I, I keep a list of things and it's like, Hey, you know, on down the list we go. Right. And, but I was, I was at Fort hood when you came back and you know, the issue of time and space, like it just, it just changes interactions sometimes. Like yeah, you does. and I, if you and I were virtual and we worked virtually together, we'd have a completely separate dynamic than, than we do right now. It wouldn't immeasurably different. Right. And you know, again, I put a lot of pressure on myself to be able to succeed. So like, it was like Sunday night, the pressure just built and built and built and nothing else, but because I put the pressure on myself and you're, you're coming to work on a, you know, we, we talk Monday morning and I call you, I'm like, when are you going to be there? And I proceed and you can give your own rendition of this to come up with the most fumbled word (laughs) alphabet soup sandwich that I've ever given in my entire life that conveys to you in the moment that like everything had just burned to the ground. <laughs> I, yeah, I literally, I, I was five or 10 minutes from the office. And so I was in the truck and um, you called me to come across the speaker and you always, you always start the conversation every time you call me, Hey boss, right? yeah. I still to this day, I don't know why you did that, but that's what you do. And I've learned to accept that. Um, and so you start the conversation with that. And then, go into honestly i never really completely understood anything you said it was like i redlined i verbally and like <laughs> you just wham and i'm and i and i thought i said hey i'm five minutes in my office can i call you back yeah so give me about 10 or 15 minutes to settle and you went and that was the first words i really understood and you went okay great so i got that right um i heard hey boss and okay great. okay great the rest of it was kind of a muddled whatever so the bad thing is I had 10 to 15 minutes yeah. to get to the office thinking, is there going to be locks on the doors? Is there anybody in <laughs> Is anybody here? Like, am I going to get to my computer and yeah. like everything's gone? I mean, is, do we still have a company? And so I'll, all that goes through your head. Sure. And then um, finally I kind of get settled and get on there and then we get on video call, mm-hmm. which by the way, I mean, I, I'm going to say this, we, 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 we've been virtual since 2004 and so we we use like uh, uh, Gmail and Google Chat, and that was that or the phone, right? And that's what we did. That was before video call. And I got to tell you, if you and your company aren't using video calls, man, you're missing out because we, we made that the the rule in 2018 was you if have, it, if it's a call, it's going to be a video call. Yeah, because you 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 gather so much from seeing someone and having that conversation. You get context, you get body language, you get so much for so one of the takeaways from this is, man do a video call and and so anyway so go back back to where we were so he called and and i didn't really understood what he said and so i i then said hey you ready and i pinged you yeah and so we jump on and start walking through the list and you get to the, end of the list and, and, and by I, the way you everything was great at that point in time you were very like you were enunciated your words perfectly right. and yeah like I, I i relearned the english language yeah. in, the, in the 10 minutes it was between, awesome. yeah. between the first and the second phone call mm-hmm. we just walked through the list and and even as i'm saying it i'm like this okay like it's it, but at the end of it i i don't know what i expected but you're like so it sounds like a normal week 
<laughs> and I was like, oh crap. But it was like a pressure release valve. I was like, it was just a, it was a normal week. Yeah. But it was, there was something about it. And again, like that internal pressure, like it was a freak out moment for me. And I normally work my way through those things pretty well. Mm-hmm. I mean, just. It, I've never seen you like that. And you told me that you've never seen me like that. And you're yeah. like, you brought me down a thousand notches. Cause you're like, it was a normal week. Like you got plans for everything that went wrong. Like not that big of a deal. Like here's the plan to close the deal that didn't close. Like what, 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 basically what's your problem? <laughs> and then, I think the words, I think the word I said was dude. Like it's, it's okay. Yeah. And then the, the best thing that you said to me was like, don't, don't ever, don't ever call me like that again. And you didn't say <laughs> in that, but you're like, like, that's not you. Why yeah. are you freaking out? Yeah. Take a dang breath. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's something that, that I've noticed, especially over the last five years of, of really getting to know you well, you, you've gotten exceptionally better and increasingly better at those like deconfliction moments. Right. And like yeah. what handling yourself appropriately in those freak out moments. So like, yeah. that's kind of the, the topic for the day is like, how yeah. do you handle yourself in a freak out moment? Yeah. So I obviously am not the one to give the context, especially <laughs> in that given moment. So, you know, well, I, I'm curious to know what you've learned, how you've done it and how you've evolved. And so here, here's, so I'm going to ask you a question. This is, we're going to get to that point okay. is why did you feel so much pressure that morning when you called me? What, what was it inside of you that felt so much pressure and what made you feel that way? You know, part and of it we is, talked about it a little bit that day. Why don't you share it? Right. And, and, and you go back to the last podcast, you know, like, like I try to live life by my own merit, right. And, and accomplish things. Right. And the bad part of that is when, when I don't get everything accomplished that I want to accomplish, like I start to feel pressure as, as a result of that. Mm-hmm. And then not being in front of you, like it, it just caused me to feel as though I had let you down. Like I had failed the company and, and instead of working my way through it, or I, I just, lost the ability to string words and together to make sentences. Right. Um, and so don't, and, and what you felt with me that day in the past, I felt to myself. Right. And it's almost an out of body experience. Very much so. Yeah. And, um, it, it's, it's like if someone threw you in the middle of a theater and said, okay, you got 15 minutes of stand up comedy, go for it. Right. And you get flush and you're like, I've never done this before. And you get this out of body experience where you're almost looking at yourself from the outside and you're just frozen, right? And so when you, when I describe being overwhelmed, that's the way I describe it, is, is you, you, you literally lose all sense of reality and you lose a sense of the moment, right? In that you just, you, I don't know, I don't understand why, but it just happens. It happens to all of us, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, for, for me that day is, man, the reason that I talked to you about that that day is because I've been there and I get it. And, um, it, I always tell the story of, of a, a time in my life, in my career, and it was back in the, in 07, 08, when, you know, the man, everything tanked and we had POs coming in supposedly, and we had within a two week period, we had 23, I think, um, people that we were expecting POs in a matter of weeks or months that we called and they're like, yeah, we've got, we're putting everything on hold. And we don't, and we don't know when it's going to come out. And this is early in the career where, and we're a bootstrap company. I understand we don't have funding. And, and so, man, that's our cash flow. That's our employee checks. That's yeah. our insurance checks. That's, you know, that's what lifeline. we live off of. Yeah. That's our lifeline. And I can remember 
you know, getting word as these things canceled and they just start stacking on top of each other and everything within you goes, oh, that's, we got through the bad ones, but they just kept coming and they kept coming and they kept coming. And you, you just close in on yourself. You get overwhelmed, you just close in on yourself and you have that almost out of body experience of I've never been here and I don't know what to do. And I don't know, is this the end? And, um, I can, I can remember just going home every day and dreading going home because I know that I've got to go to sleep, try to sleep. And I know my mind's not going to rest. I'm probably not going to sleep and I'll be right back here. And so I can remember being at my desk from four to six o'clock, just sitting there, not knowing what to do and not, not wanting to leave. Cause I, I'm afraid if I leave something bad's going to happen. It's stupid. It may, it doesn't make any sense, but I would do that, especially at the end of the month with sales. Like surely right. a deal has got to come in at seven o'clock at night Yeah, and it never does. But, um, but I can remember those times and I can remember, you know, we had, uh, one of our sales reps at the time, she was calling customers, even though they were due 60 days out, she was calling customers, getting them to pay 30 days out. And I just asked her if she would get that, would do that. And she may have understood, I don't know, but, I know that there was a day where we had payroll that was going to go out at five o'clock. And if there wasn't a check in the mail, the PO box by three, we were screwed. And, um, you know, unfortunately it came in, they'd promised it. It did come in and we got it. Right. And that was as close as I can remember it coming, but it was in those moments. It's, it's those moments of getting through that and, even though I wasn't completely in control, I put together a plan and the plan worked. But after you go through a series of those time and time again, not to that extent, but then you begin to have some confidence in yourself and you begin to have some confidence in your team and the big picture. And, and the more confidence you have, the better you don't, the more you don't have that out of body experience, which allows you to sit down and plan things out. Right. So when you came to me that day and that's why I was so confused was, was you were kind of having that out of body experience and, and gibberish. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I've never seen you this way. But then when we got on the phone and face to face line item by line item, you were telling me, here's what it is. And here's the plan. Here's what it is, and here's the plan. So I knew at that point in time, you've thought this out. And I knew you at that point in time, it's good, and you're yeah. good. But there's something about having that plan and sharing that plan with someone who you trust that makes you feel better about it. So, you know, even, even today, you know, you and I are going, figuring out a lot of stuff, and there's a lot of irons in the fire. And, you know, yesterday, talking through some stuff and some opportunities and some, missed opportunities and all kinds of things that, you know, both of us went home last night, probably didn't sleep real well. Yeah. Uh, thinking about things, but you and I are the same. And that we're, th when we, when we worry about them, they're, they're different worries that we're thinking about what ifs. Um, I get, Jamie doesn't understand this about me. And this is something that to this day, she just doesn't get is when I have a situation in front of me, I always think about, I think you do this too. Think about the worst thing that can happen. Yeah. What are, here's five scenarios. And I think about those five scenarios, which are usually bad scenarios or not, they're not good scenarios, right? They're typically bad scenarios. And I, I think through if this happens, how, what am I going to do? 
Okay, I get a plan for that one. If this happens, what am I gonna do? If this happens, what am I gonna do? And so I think of the worst and plan for those things and hoping that I don't have to deal with those, right? But knowing it gives me peace then that I have a plan. So if one of those five things happen, then I've got a plan in place and I'm gonna execute that plan and here's what I'm gonna do. It may not be the perfect plan, but at least I have a plan. And so when, when you when you think about being overwhelmed, you think about you know not knowing what you're gonna do or are you getting almost outside of yourself is one of the recommendations that I, that I give you, I give people that I learned back in those days is take a deep breath, just get a piece of paper out and start writing down steps or what could happen. And, if, and there's something about writing it down and then putting together a plan in place, even if you don't really understand how that plan could even come about, but just dream and, and, and be creative with it. Of Here's some possibilities. And what it does, it gives you a baseline to work from. And you can come back the next day. So I would, during those days, I would write it down on sheets of paper. And you can imagine how bad those were. You know how bad writing is. But I would get a pen and paper and just start writing down and scribbling things out. And there was something about having it written. There's something about my drawings that I could work with. Because what's in my head is a mess, right? It's, it's a spider web. But if I could get some of that stuff put down, I at least had something that I could come back to. And, and the, the next day, I was looking forward to coming back and looking at that sheet of paper and adding to it because at night, I thought about two more things. And so it almost became a battle plan for me. And I would mark some things out. That's stupid. Or, but I would add things to it. And what it did, it would give me confidence that I've got a path out of this or a path through this or a path to this, whatever that might be. But there was something about that that allowed me to do it. And so over the years of that happening, you know, when you when you own a business, it just it happens, and you have you have those moments, and they never stop happening. They just come in waves and are different frequencies and different levels. But what over the years it, it gives you a confidence, and that's one of the things that you and I talked about that day is, man, you did everything right. I mean, everything that you had done was exactly what I would have done. Not. Exactly, but some some ways better. But you had a plan, and like and I think, remember I told you I said, dude, that's all I can ask of you is just a plan because yeah. I wouldn't have done anything different. I have some other ideas I can share with you, right? Of maybe think about this or think about that or what about that. But man, you'd step through. You'd done everything right, and so you know my encouragement to people when you feel overwhelmed is is just parse things out individually and then come up with a plan for each one. And if nothing else, it helps your mindset. It helps your mind put together those things and helps you get a little bit more sleep at night or at least allows you to relax a little bit. And, and um, it's almost like, you know, they tell professional athletes, you're only at your best when you're relaxed. If you stress yeah. out, and it's like I, I used to be a sprinter in high school, <laughs> believe it or not. And <laughs> one of the things a track coach said, you know, you have to, when you run, don't clench your hands. Don't clench your arms. Run with your fingers out. You have to let go, and and you have to run loose. You'll run your fastest when you're loose, not when you're tight. And that's the same for work. That's the same with our brains. Is unless you're loose, then you can't be at your best. When we're stressed out and we're tight, we can't think clearly. So, anyway, hope that hope that makes some kind of sense to you. Um, but you know. 
that confidence in doing it before and going through it before is the best thing in the world to help you in the future with having confidence to get through stuff. So all that being said, man, you did a great job when I was gone. You always do. And I, and that was one of the fun things about me being gone. And, and, you know, most people, most of you don't know this about Davin and I's relationship, but you know, Davin's one of the first people that um, has worked with me that I've really been able to trust that would handle things and do things that are best for the organization, not just what's best for him. And I haven't always had that. Right. Um, my dad tells stories of, I don't, I don't think he and my mom ever took a big vacation. They used to win trips with their manufacturer. They were uh, representatives of they'd go to Rome or go to Switzerland or all these cool places. And they never had a trip um, until I came along or until whatever that they didn't have to come back early mm. and they would have, you know, they would leave and two days later, the employees would start having a, uh, a land grab for, you know, who's the most important. And, and I can remember them coming home like four days early from a trip from Rome because, you know, somebody tried to do a power grab and then somebody quit and then it got, it just turned to the office turned to chaos the minute they left and they had to come back early and they're like, we never got to finish a trip. So we dreaded going on them. So, you know, with you, I've never had to do that. So I never worry about that. So thank you for um, me being able to be gone and enjoy myself. And, you know, we do a few updates here, here and there on some stuff, but never really worried about all that stuff here. So thank you. Yeah, you bet. And, you know, for me as the operator, and it's a good lesson for really any operator is the boss will never completely check out. I don't care how much they think <laughs> they want to. I know the important items to feed you and how to feed it, just bullets. Right? Yeah. A couple yeah. bullets a day. Hey, here's what happened. Here's what happened. And then yep. let it go. Yeah. Right. And then yeah. that way you're doing whatever it is that you're doing. You have the ability to look and be like, okay, cool. Things are yep. things are, are happening like they need to be happening. Yep. And it's also good sight insight, honestly. Everybody thinks they want to be the guy until you have to be the guy. <laughs> right. Right. And and, and I in, in a lot of ways, you know, normal operations, I am the guy, but I still report to the guy. Right. And when when there's nobody to bounce in real time, some issues off of, right. And be like, okay, so here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm seeing. Here's the plan. Any thoughts on that? Right. That's, that's, mm -hmm. and that is in a nutshell, your and I's relationship. Yeah. Yeah. When that person's not there, you're like, oh crap. Like it's just me on this one. Right. Mm -hmm. Like let's, let's go. Yeah. And so it's a good reminder of like, of the growth that is, that remains to be the guy. Yeah. And I don't know if that, if you, that ever fully goes away, but it, it's a good solid reminder that, Hey, this stuff is heavy and the decisions that you have to make impact other people's lives. They do. They do. But, and, and it's one more reason to have someone in your organization or have a mentor, or we talk about it all the time, having someone that's been there before that you can bounce things off of. Um, cause you know, I, I was, I was very much alone 16 years in this thing of, I was the guy and I didn't have anybody that I could trust, you know, and, and just as soon as I thought I could trust someone, then I found out that I couldn't. Yeah. And, and you know, it's absolutely the loneliest place in the world is knowing that you have umpteen people working for you and you really can't trust any of them, you know, and yet they want everything from you. And, and this, and that's what it feels like. It does not always the case, but sure. it feels that way. Um, but man it is, it is being an entrepreneur is a lonely, lonely place, but having someone that you really trust that understands the mission that's on that mission with you uh, makes all the difference in the world. And that's, now I'm talking about business, but that's also in life. Yeah. And you know, it's have, having a, having a partner in life, you know, for me it was having a spouse, 
um, you know, for you the same, having someone that understands you that is there and loyal and you know that you can go home and even when you've had a terrible day, um, you know, they put their arm around you and they're not, they don't cuddle you or coddle you at all. But at the same time, you know, they're like, hey, it's going to be okay. It doesn't, no matter what, I'm here, right? Yeah. We can, we have to eat potatoes for a month, so be it, right? We've done it before, <laughs> we can do it again. And um, there's something about that that really means a lot. And I was telling Jamie that the other day is, uh, you know, I, I sent her a text, I think it was this morning. I said, you know what? When, when you just say, I love you and it's going to be okay, and no matter what happens, I'm here. So that, and even though I know it, just her, her texting that to me gives me so much confidence that, man, I can't lose. Yeah. You know, um, one of the things that, that someone told me one time and I went and looked it up, it really is there. And I get, I, don't, I haven't looked in years, but, um, the guy that I can't remember his name that, that started GoDaddy, only he's the best guy in the world, but yeah. he's very successful. And he, on his, on his website at one time, he had his 10 rules for business. And his number 10 was something that always stuck with me. And he said his daddy taught him this. So he said he was on the verge of bankruptcy so many times. And he would go, you know, talk to his dad and, and just, you know, cry and, oh, I could about to lose everything. And his dad told him over and over again, son, they can't eat you. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so sometimes, some days as an entrepreneur or even in daily life, man, you got to start there is – Things are going sideways and no, everything that I thought was going to be good is going wrong. And, and trust me, there's, there's those days. Everything fails. Everything, all your hopes and dreams are gone. But you have to have a baseline of, at the end of the day, man, they can't eat you. Can't eat you, yeah. And, and if I start there, if that's my baseline, it can only go up. I love it. That's that's a solid place to end that one. <laughs> is that a good, yeah. they, that a they, good place they, to end They it? can't eat you. I'm going to get that tattooed on my wrist or something. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I really appreciate the insight on that. You know, and, and again, what you offer to me in terms of that pressure release valve, and especially in moments like that where where I feel as though I've failed to to achieve or failed to execute, your ability to, you know, talk me down and be able to give me those words of wisdom and insight are exceptionally important to me. Um, and it's one of the things that I, that I definitely value most about our relationship. So I certainly appreciate that. And uh I'll try not to word soup, alphabet soup again in the, uh, in the future. The good news is I don't think you'll ever do that again. No, I'll just, yeah. I'll just turn my phone off or throw it in the river or something before I let that happen again. So it's a good place to end, man. All right. Hey, I appreciate you. Until yep, next time. All right. Bye.